0: Tradition, break down the walls of all my religion. Your way is better, yes, God. Jesus. Hey. Your way is better. Oh, come on, let's worship. Come and shake up yes. the ground yes. of all my yes. tradition. Break down oh. the walls hey. of all my religion. You're, your way is them. better.
1: Come on, church, start to worship. Oh, your
0: way is better. What are you waiting
1: for, church?
0: Come on, shake up. your way is better. Come and shake up the ground of all our traditions and break down the walls of all our
2: God, hallelujah. Yes,
0: Lord. Oh, your, ways, your way
2: is better. Jesus. Shake up the Lord.
0: ground of yeah. all my traditions. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Break down the God, walls.
2: Tradition. All my
0: religion. You made God.
2: a better way. Hallelujah. Oh, you made a better yes, way. Hallelujah. Oh, you made a better yes, way. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. Come on, brothers and sisters, let's worship yeah. our God. Hallelujah. Jesus, you made Worship our God, Hallelujah! This morning, worship Him, Hallelujah! We worship You, Lord Jesus, Hallelujah, Jesus, Hallelujah, Lord Jesus, Hallelujah, Lord. We thank You this morning, Father God. We thank You, Lord. Hallelujah! Welcome to Destiny, Hallelujah! Hopefully, you came to worship this morning. We're gonna stand to our feet. I'ma read the Scripture real quick, and we're gonna honor our God. We're gonna worship Him. We're gonna focus this morning. And the word is coming from Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, Amplified. Look away from all that will distract us and look for focus your eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith, the first incentive for our belief, and the one who brings our faith to maturity. So the key word this morning is focus. As we're going to worship this morning, as we pray this morning, let's focus on Jesus this morning. Surrender. Forget about everything else outside these doors, all right? If you came in feeling down, whether you feel like it or not, God is, need to be glorified. He's glorified in everything that we do. So let's go into a time of prayer this morning. Let's worship our God. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands if you want. If you got your prayer language, pray in your prayer language this morning. Father God, Heavenly Father, we come to your throne this morning. We come boldly to your throne, Holy God. We thank you, Jehovah. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you, King Jesus. We give you all the glory. Focus our attention on on you this morning, Lord. Let us focus this morning. Holy Spirit, focus us this morning. Let us focus. Let us focus this morning. Come on. Saints, let's focus this morning. Focus on Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you. You're the king of kings. You're the lord of lords. You gave it all. Hallelujah. Thank you for your blood that redeems us. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you. You are the perfect sacrifice. Hallelujah. We worship you this morning. We thank you this morning that we get to come before you and just to worship together as believers. Right now, saints, let's begin to praise him, begin to worship him. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you this morning. Come on, engage this morning, team. Engage, team Jesus. Hallelujah. Engage this morning. Lord. We worship you this morning, King Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for this time of worship this morning, Father. Have your way in this service, Father. Have your way in this worship. This morning, Father. Right now, let everyone right now worship in freedom this morning, Father. If they want to dance, let them dance, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord. Put it in their spirit. They wanna lift their hands, lift their hands up to worship you, Lord. Open up their mouths, Father. Right now, let them open up their mouths and declare the goodness of the God. Hallelujah. We declare your goodness, Father God. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Let's worship team. Worship.
0: Unlike we planned. When we were just singing, I mean y'all can keep playing this song. They're like, what? But when we started, I'm going to get, I'll give it that. When we started just singing that song of shaking down our tradition, you know, shake up the ground of our tradition, break down the walls of our religion, I just, I could just see something. I feel like we're supposed to start service that way and not just end in that song. I feel like we need to talk about it now before we worship. So my dad's going to speak on the spot. He loves
3: this. (laughs) He can do it. That's my daughter. So what I've learned reading the New Testament, Paul wrote uh, half of it about, remember, is he says the same things over and over again, and you say to yourself, well, Paul, you know, slack in the mind or something? Why does he keep saying the same things over and over again? It's because he's combating what you and I combat every day. It's this world and the belief structures that that we have built our lives on. It's, It's possible that we have built our lives on stuff that's not really not really what God has for us. He it's amazing that you can stand there and you're, you're not falling over or anything but your life can be built on things that are not yeah. really what God has in mind for you and the way that changes is through repetition there's nothing wrong with repetition repetition helps that but I can't be taught anything if I don't believe there's anything I can learn that I've got it all figured out that I'm satisfied with what I've got that what I've got is okay And I'm comfortable with it And I don't want to be bothered With anything new or different But God's word It's full of life And what you find is I say this to the men all the time Because I believe it And I just it's, It's repetition. There are hidden benefits In obeying God There are hidden benefits That you will never know There are hidden benefits That I didn't know Until I began to obey Certain aspects of his word And then I realized, wow, there's a whole nother thing. The the book's already really big. He couldn't tell us every single benefit that would come from doing what he says. He just says it, and then we do it, and we learn the benefits from it. And I just encourage you to just have a tender heart towards what's being presented. And don't allow the fact that you already are comfortable with everything to not be willing to learn something new or try something new or obey something new that you have not really perfectly obeyed. You sort of obey, but you haven't perfectly obeyed. And watch God do something new in your life that you you never knew was possible. You didn't know it was there. It's, it's there.
0: So see how you can shake up tradition today. I can promise you we're going to (laughs) try. All right. Come on, Kevin. You are my one thing. You are the well that won't run dry. I'm going to seek you. You are the one who satisfies, you are my one thing, you are the will that won't run dry, and I'm gonna seek you, you are the one. You are my one thing, you are the will that won't run dry,
4: I'm
0: gonna seek you, and you are the one who satisfies, you are my one thing, you are the will that won't run dry, I'm gonna seek you, cause you are the one who satisfies. you'll agree with it in hopes that you'll say you know what you're right I'm alone you're right this is hard you're right this is so heavy I couldn't possibly just have joy I couldn't possibly just have a smile on my face the enemy has had us down too long in the punching ring and it's time for sons and daughters to just Say, no more. No more. Joy. Praise. It is your breakthrough. Praise is your breakthrough. Praise is what says, God, come right on into my situation. Because I'm going to lift my voice. And I'm going to welcome you to come in and do what you can only do. We have to stop partnering with the enemy. We have to stop agreeing. this? We're going to say this one more time. Do you believe this? Because if God did nothing else for you, if God did not one thing more for you until you go to heaven, it would be enough that he saved my life, restored my soul, healed my mind, and made me whole. Saved my life, restored my soul, healed my body, and you made me whole save my life restore my soul You've done it all. It's in the cross and resurrection. Y'all ain't ready to stop, are you? I'm trying to tell him to stop. Go ahead, Chuck. Give it to us, Chuck. tradition right break down that religious spirit that religious spirit that says you can't praise God that you can't move a little bit that you can't shout a little bit that you can't dance before the Lord with a pure heart he set us free hallelujah we're free hallelujah
5: I've lost control
0: y'all we're about to sing that song
6: there is no shadow that has ever overcome your light there is no rival that could ever stand against your might you've always been with us every battle you
1: kingdom that's advancing at the
7: speed of life and in his kingdom
0: pray
4: shake, shake, yeah. shake out despair as I sing out your name
0: a victory dance I will dance out in faith I will crush disappointment break every chain. now all of my fear I will turn into praise shake off despair as I sing out your name a victory dance I will dance out in faith I will
7: out your name. A victory dance I will dance out in faith. I will trust it upon all of my fear I will turn into praise. Shake off despair as I sing out your name. A victory dance I will dance out in faith.
0: Disarm the fear that has held you back. Let's remember who our God is this morning. I want you to look at the situation you're facing as we sing this. And you tell me if that situation is bigger. If it is, we'll talk later. But it ain't gonna be. The same God who parted the sea is the same God fighting for me the same God who sent manna to eat is the same Rising up. Can you feel the hope of the Lord rising up? Yes.
1: Thank you, Jesus.
6: I keep hearing yes. Just say yes. Just say yes. 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 Just say yes. It's the same God now and forever. He did it all. We don't have to do anything but say yes. He did it all. All. Everything. So say yes.
0: that yes she was talking about.
4: The power of the Spirit,
0: it's already yours. It's forever yours. So come, believe it, say yes to Jesus. Come, receive it upon your life In the mighty name of Jesus, all things are
4: possible.
8: happen? What would happen if you truly believe what you just saying? What would happen if you said, all I gotta do is speak his name, and I have the faith to change everything? If you guys could just get that, if it would take two, three, four, could you imagine a church that just said, everywhere we go, if we pray for somebody, if we touch somebody, things change. Things will change, and we gotta believe it in our hearts. We just can't say it. You can't say it, you gotta believe it. It's gotta be from deep down. You gotta understand the power and authority you walk in. Man, you gotta believe that. We wanna see a country change, a a city change. Come on, you wanna see Prattville change, and Millbrook change? Then take authority over what God gave you. Take authority over the land He gave you. Come on, you gotta believe in everything you're saying. We're just not singing it to sing it, we're singing to change the world. Come on, you need to feel that this morning. Just a little bit more. Believe that when you pray for somebody, I turn around when I pray for somebody because I expect to see it. Come on, that, that's the faith you got to walk in. I don't know what you are going to do with that, but you go ahead.
0: The, the video of this song, the music video, the girl who's singing the song is actually standing outside of a home. She's just singing this in the yard just with all of her heart. They don't know she's out there, but they're like hell and chaos is in that house. In the marriage, and the child, like all all junk is going on. But by the end of the song, everything's redeemed and everything's restored. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to pray. They might not have known how powerful our God is, but because somebody was out there praying, because somebody was interceding on their behalf, That's the power we have in his name. You are who you say you are. You'll do what you say you'll do. And you are always faithful. And your promises are true. You are who you
4: say you are
0: do what you say you do you are always faithful your promises are true again you are who you say you are and you'll do what you say
5: and perfect plan and purpose for you. He has a perfect plan and purpose for you. And he's saying, I beseech you, which means I beg you, I tell you to come to me because I sit before me and let me tell you the things that I have for you. And God is calling this church. I don't know where we could ever find more anointed a group of praise and worship people, but they have brought in the glory to this church. And I see God seeking each and every one of you. Remember this word and go to God. He's saying, I beseech you. Amen.
8: And this, and this now 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 so you could be holy enough to come before God. And that's a lie. That's a lie. He loves you. He loves you. He couldn't love you any more than how he loves you right now. How you are right now. Couldn't love you anymore. You can't earn his love any more than what you are love right now. So quit trying. You want to try? Sit at his feet. Just sit at his feet and let him love you. The power of his love will break off every chain that's ever been around you. Every chain that's ever held you down when you wanted to fly. Every chain that's ever done that that stopped you from going where you thought God wanted you to go but everybody said you can't go there. His love breaks it all off. And you need to receive that this morning. Everybody's got their own situation, but there's freedom in the house if you'll just believe that. If you'll just understand that you're a son or daughter of a king and you have complete access to him. You can climb up on his lap, call him daddy, and he's going to love on you. He doesn't care what you did last night doesn't care what you did this morning he says i love you and when you start receiving that in your heart when you feel that in your heart when you understand who you are with an identity of a son or daughter guess what happens everything else goes away everything else goes away everything else flees because the light inside of you darkness can't stay when there's light inside of you the light of his love inside of you Darkness must flee everywhere you go. It's not allowed to be there. I'm telling you, we've had it all wrong. thought if I could just get better on my own, I can come do this. If I could just get better, I can go to church. Nah. He said, just come. (laughs) Sit with me, just for a little bit. Let me wrap my arms around you. Feel my love, because that's all you need. morning. Continue to pray over people. Come on, we're not going to break this up. Come on, continue to pray, continue to worship, continue to move. Come on, let's see these chains break this
4: morning.
7: Here is where I lay it down, every burden, every crown. This is my surrender. This is my surrender. Here is where I lay it down. Every lie and every doubt. This is my surrender. And I will make a room for you. Bye.
1: focuses on
8: team to go around. I want you to start laying hands on people. I need you to start praying for people. Look, you don't even have to come to the front. This is just, just, come on guys, let's go wrap our arms around people. Let's pray on people. Let's love on people. Come on, let's just keep moving, just flowing in this. And let's just it let God do what only he can do right now.
6: says here is where we lay it down. Every burden, every crown this is my surrender. Here's where I lay it down every lie and doubt this is my surrender. I mean just let that soak in every lie the enemy tells you every day. every Ten minutes every day. It's a lie. It's just a lie. Because as I said he did it all. We are free. Pastor DJ has been preaching about freedom. Our small group has been talking about freedom. We're free. We are free. Lay it down. Let it go.
4: Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes.
0: This is my freedom. It's found in surrender.
4: Yes, Jesus.
0: And this is our freedom. It's found in surrender. This is our freedom. It's found in surrender. now at the foot of the cross Satan in the mighty name of Jesus we just take you right to the foot of the cross you are defeated you have no power except for what we decide to give you and we will not do that thank you Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Come on, when the enemy's working on you, I want to encourage you. Just put him at the feet of Jesus. Just say, there you go. In the name of Jesus, go to the feet. That's
4: right.
0: He has to flee. That's he right. has to flee. That's right. He has to flee. Come on. We have been freed from the dominion of darkness. That's right. It no longer has hold. It no longer has power. Thank you, Jesus. We're walking on your blood, Jesus. Your blood, Jesus. Your blood, Jesus. That's our victory, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. That's why we have a pep in our step. Because we know the enemy is under our feet because he's under the blood. Hallelujah. You're the head and not the tail. You're above and not beneath. You are his beloved. Remember who you are and who you belong to.
2: That's right.
8: Come on.
0: <laughs> he
5: okay. will fit our enemies fleeing in seven different ways. You're on target. Can
0: you bring the flag down here? I don't know. I feel like this part is we're ending. Can you just wave the victory, victory flag?
4: flag. Right, come on.
5: We're surrendering to Jesus, and that's our victory. We're surrendering to Jesus, and that's our freedom. Hallelujah,
0: we're no longer bound.
8: I don't know if everybody feels what I feel, but I've been praying that our students take over a service. I'm telling you, prayers are real, y'all. This is powerful. This is family. You want to know what family looks like? That's family. That's teenagers loving on each other, praying for each other. That's what this is about. They aren't even loving on each other. they was loving on everybody else in here, too. so they keep praying and that's all we're doing today mm. I'm telling you if you've got students and they're not involved in what's going on here they're missing out they're missing out You can hear what I hear. It's good stuff. (laughs) They're prophesying over people. Come on. Come on, let's give it up for our team this morning. Come on. If you want more of that, at the end of May, last Sunday in May, is our student takeover. So, oh yeah, you won't be here then. They're in worship. They're bringing a word. It's powerful. It's powerful. So I'm excited about that. Chuck. Appreciate you, brother. Good to have you back. Come on. Monica, I'm just saying, you needed a break. <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Well, hey, good morning, and thank you uh, for coming out and joining us this morning. So, man, everybody online, we love you, and you're missing out, so love you. Um, I don't even know what to say about that. But if you are new, I am DJ along with my wife Jules. We get the honor to 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 pastor here in this family, and we just love you guys. And I, I love what God's doing. This what you're seeing today, and what you've seen start growing in here, is just that. That's a vision. That's a vision. That's what we prayed for. We've been praying for our students to take over. It doesn't stop there. We've been praying for our kids to take over. So if you think think the students are powerful. Hmm. Hmm. if you're seeing it in here you're seeing it in there ryan just get me right we're trying something new this week how's that is that better come on perfect all right oh man this is what the enemy tried to stop this morning I'm telling you there's all kinds of stuff going on this morning that that uh that this wasn't supposed to happen so but we win. We win. At least I win right now. I hope you all ate because I came with a word. And, and that was good. And usually I would say, that's it. Let's just go home. I've never done that. But, but I believe uh, Father's got a word for us. But I want to get through some quick announcements because this is important. One, if you're new, fill out a Connect card. We'll get it for you. You can do it online. You can do it at Connection Point. Let us know your information. Let us know you're here. We can pray for you. Let you know about the church. Uh, we got kingdom classes. Those are amazing, like, discipleship, just information about about Jesus and his love and everything that you can apply into your life, and they happen at 9 o'clock every single Sunday. So we've got a list of those, and we'll get to them. I'm running through these things, so good luck back there. Allison, I love you. Her first day on the computer, and I'm not even following the script. That's the best thing right there. That's right. Throw you right in. Man, I want to talk. Baptisms, look, guys. Baptisms are next, or not next Sunday? Is it next Sunday? Yeah, baptisms next Sunday, first Sunday of the month. So, uh, wow, already. So here's the thing: baptisms. Sign up online. Go online, sign up for baptisms. We we do that because we can then gather you stuff and get you stuff and and talk with you. Um, we'll have spontaneous too. So if that if God just you know, I'm telling you, if He starts moving and the Holy Spirit hits you, then we'll. Don't worry, you don't have to sign up to get baptized. But we like the heads up. That lets us know if we're going to set up the baptistry and all that stuff. So, you know, we got to be good stewards too. We don't want to put 900 gallons of water in something and just throw it out. I'm trying to do what's right. That's right. <laughs> Come on. I will. If I fill it up, I'm taking somebody in there. That's right. I'll go with you, but I'm taking somebody in. It doesn't matter. Wow. So we have a. Here's a good thing. This is coming up on Wednesday. I'm excited about this. We have a creative team meeting on Wednesday. This is for people that are creative, uh, people that understand computers, graphic design, um, all, what else, baby, websites. Uh, we have got. Look, we have. We have to capture better what we are all about. You know, we've got to experience that. We were gone for several weeks, and we got to look for churches. And we'd go online and check out all their stuff, and we could not find churches we wanted to go visit based on what we believe in. And it was really difficult. And then when I go to our website, and I thank everybody that's been working on it, but that's not who we are. So it needs to be who we are, and we got all kinds of stuff coming up. Am I breathing? Is, can you hear this out there? All right, I feel like I'm, I'm rattling or something. Is it? How's that? I don't know. I'm, I, look, if this goes bad, I'm just going to grab a mic because I don't want to keep messing with it. So creative team went Wednesday at 6. So if you drop your kids off or your students off and you're interested in that, stay here. If you're just really interested in that stuff, come out. We've got all kinds of creative stuff we want to do. We need your inputs. Uh, we need design. We need just, man, we need quality. You know, quality. So if, you're, if you just look at stuff and say that's wrong, we need that. Uh, but if you come in and you're just a thinker and you like to brainstorm, come on in. Uh, we just want to capture who we are. Okay, so the more people we have in there, that's going to be the first meeting uh, Wednesday at six. Be here in my office. Uh, Then Friday, this is important. Night of worship is on Friday, and I know this hasn't been talked to a whole bunch, but this needs to be something that people start showing up to at a at a more constant rate. So what I mean, this is this is these are powerful nights. This I've got some things lined. Every month there's going to be a night of worship. And I have some powerful speakers lined up to come in here and share what God put on their heart for this family. You know, so that as many people as we can get here to hear that, that's good for you. Okay, so, so put it on your calendar. We'll have all the dates out there. But this one is this coming Friday. Seven and nine, we're going to have pizza. So I've learned that if I feed you, you show up. So last time we had like, you know, two fish, it didn't work. <laughs> didn't work at all. So, um, but here's the thing, man, we just want you to show up uh, and come out to worship. And it is just a, a fun night. You know, we just, what you see is what you get. This is, this is what we expect to happen on not a night of worship, is just come out and be in his presence. Um, so please be here. And then we have a prayer breakfast, May 14th. Uh, May 14th, we have our prayer breakfast. Come on, Jeff. Thank you for clapping, Jeff. Our prayer team partners, come on. Here's the thing. We got a special guest. Pastor Daisy's coming in to be a guest speaker. Um... Yeah, okay. They don't even cheer that much on Sunday. But yeah, um, but she's coming in to help lead that. So get the word out. Uh, We're going to put it out on social media. Um, She has a word for us. And uh, and man, it's just prayer breakfast. So come on out and join in. We want everybody here, if you're interested in prayer, if you want to be on the prayer team, if you just, you know, you want to reach out to people in prayer, if that's something you're interested in, show up. But we're going to, everybody, you know, we bring dish. So bring a dish, bring your favorite breakfast dish. (laughs) Come on, let's just do this like family style, all right? We're a family. Show up with your favorite breakfast dish, Crystal. I'm expect you know what I'm expecting. I want some of that that's that that stuff. Yes, that's good stuff. So, <laughs> but yeah, come on out and, and just join in with us. It's going to be together. We're going to spend some time together. It's going to be good. So put that on your calendar. And the last thing I want to talk about is Heart for the House. Yeah, you guys got to get excited about Heart for the House. Um, I know, that's not an exciting slide. I get it, because that's everything that we're trying to do. What's exciting is the fact that in two weeks, I've asked you to pray about it and give if you want to. This is not twisting your arm, but these are things that, that we own this building now, and we're trying to, to fix it up and maintain it for the generations. So then when these students are up here, and when those kids are the students, and when they're kids, when these students have kids and they're up here, like, like we're pouring into generations, When we're, this is not about us. None of this is about us. So to do that, we have collected now for two weeks. We've talked about this, and we have brought in between a pledge and and cash money over twenty six thousand dollars. Y'all, come on! It's it's huge. That's how God's working. He's just showing up, and he keeps he keeps showing up, and and we keep getting phone calls of people saying, "Hey." I want to give to that, and I want to do this. So, look, if God puts it on your heart, give. If not, that's fine. This is this is a special offering. So if you believe you can do that, man, just, just bless that. We're going to be good. We're meeting today uh, with the trustees to talk about this because we got some stuff to do, and, and they get to check off on what we do, so that's important. Um, but anyway, I want to pray, and then we're going to get into service. <laughs> All right. Come on. You guys better hang on. Uh, come on, Father. We love you. Oh, we thank you. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your love. Come on, Father. We thank you for your grace. We thank you that we get to do this, Lord. And this morning, Father, continue to pour out. Continue to pour out in this house. Father, touch my heart. Let everything I say this morning be all of you and none of me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. Man, I'm excited. uh, We've been in a series called Something New and are you ready because this this is man he's been pouring into us and he started saying look there's something new coming and and it's not it just doesn't even mean our family this isn't just us as a family as a church family this could be something new in your life i think it's excuse me prophetic and I, and and, I, and you've got to be prepared to receive it because if somebody tries to give you something but you don't know how to receive it you won't get it you'll drop it you'll fumble it it'll fall it'll break um I don't know why it takes me back to that video, Rich. I can't even talk about that up here. But it will fall and break. <laughs> it's, I'm sorry, inside jokes. But something new. And I, and I believe he's ready to give us something new. So take your Bibles, go to Isaiah 43. Isaiah 43, we're going to be in 18 through 19. It'll be on the screen if you need it. it says, this is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sakes, I will send an army against Babylon, forcing the Babylonians to flee in those ships they are so proud of. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's creator and king. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth a mighty army of Egypt and all its chariots and horses. I drew them beneath the waves, and they drowned, their lives snuffed out like a smoldering candle wick. But forget all that. It's not compared to what... I'm going to do, for I'm about to do something new. See, I've already begun, and you do not see it. I'll make a pathway through the wilderness. I'll create rivers in the dry wasteland. Come on. I'm telling you, if you don't see something new happening right now, then you're blind. Because he's bringing something new to this house. He's doing something new. And my my job is to equip you to receive it. My job is to put you in a position where you can receive what he's trying to do, not only in this family, but in your life. And we've been discussing this for, for several weeks. And we started this talking about rest. And rest is the, the, one of the biggest components about this. When you look at something new, you look at new seasons in your life, you know, you can tie it into any kind of sports or anything. You don't just go from season to season. There's a break. And in that break is what we call Rest. Okay, that's the first thing they do. When a season ends, is they say, you need to rest, and they give them time off. And you get a chance to just rejuvenate and restore. And we talked about that. I said, guys, you need to find time to rest. Rest in his presence. Rest in his face. Rest in his love. That's priority one. You've got to find time to rest. Rest is the key to finding peace in your life. And when you do that, he'll start speaking to you. He'll start talking to you. Man, he'll start, he'll start identifying who you are. He's going to share things with you when you rest in his presence. Look, I'm talking, this is the Martha Mary thing. Okay? Don't be Martha. He said, I need you to calm down, relax, and rest. And what you'll find out, is not only seasons now. You can start applying it to your everyday life. You can start seeing it play out as you go through this and say, you know what, I need to rest every day. I need to put time aside every day to rest in his presence. Because after you rest long enough, and this is where we're going today, you have to stretch. You just don't go from rest into the next season. You don't go into from rest into a movement. I know we got some PT people out there. They're dangerous. They want to stretch you because you won't stretch on your own. <laughs> Anybody ever done that? It's horrible. They're like, if you don't stretch, I'm going to stretch you. You know, stretching is painful. That's why we don't do it. Stretching is painful, and it hurts. It does. And it takes time. It takes time to stretch. But if you don't stretch going into the next season, you start pulling stuff. You start tearing stuff. Things get broken. All right, so you have to take your time to stretch. And and this is where I want to go because when you stretch, you grow. So he says there's going to be a time in your life that you're going to have to stretch and I'm going to stretch you just like physical therapy. He says, I'm going to stretch you and it's not going to be pleasant. And your faith is the only thing that's going to get you through the stretching period because you're not going to like it. It's not going to feel right. It's going to feel like you're, you're stuck somewhere, like on an island. It's going to feel like you're in a desert and it's painful. And you're like, why me? And he goes, I'm stretching you. I'm stretching you because you're going to walk into something. I've got something new for you that you've got to be able to take on, that you've got to be able to walk in, and you're not prepared for it. And this is where he's going. I'm telling you, this before you, you, you want, where's my workout, guys? Where's my gains? Yeah, who wants gains in the gym? There you go. I see him. James, you better watch out. He's bigger than you. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm talking about. You got two of them now. <laughs> man this is why i hate going to the gym because i'm the guy that just wakes up and says this time go back to the gym and i run into the gym and i start hitting them all I'm like yeah baby this feels great i still got it Whew, i still got it hit my legs get out go home by the end of the day i'm like something's wrong i don't feel good everything starts hurting by the time the day's over you're like i don't know babe, i'm just going to bed like i tried the hot tub i tried to the steam, it didn't work. And then you wake up the next day, you can't move. You're done. And you're like, I'll never do that again. <laughs> it happens to me every time. I can't take my time. And, you know, it says you should stretch prior and stretch afterwards. It's just not a one stretch thing. Stretching is just so, so important in what we do. Man. I almost feel like with the way we've been worshiping, you better stretch before you come to work come to church (laughs) it's work for me (laughs) I'm like man we're gonna we're gonna get this in man I'm serious like I come out of here uh, we have done gone through two cases of water this morning come on that's good stuff hydrate hydrate I don't know I don't think that's on our insurance policy if you dehydrated from worship oh we need to get that one added thanks appreciate it man but yeah we need we need to stretch y'all Here's the thing. So it starts with rest because rest leads to stretching. And rest, the importance of rest is rest leads to intimacy. Okay? Rest leads to intimacy. Intimacy leads to confidence. And confidence leads to boldness. That's huge. When you rest in his presence, right, it leads to intimacy with him that's where, like I said, you're going to learn everything about who you are. He's going to love on you. You're going to get filled up with a new energy and you're going to be like, you know what? This is good. And then the more you sit at his feet, the more you let him love you, the more you receive a new identity of who you are. Guess what happens? You start getting confidence in who you are. You start walking with your chest out a little bit like you just came out of the gym. That's how I feel when I come out of the gym, by the way. I'm like, do you guys see me? I'm feeling good. And later on, I feel like, (laughs) oh, all my confidence is gone within a couple hours. But I'm telling you, the confidence, the intimacy is what leads to confidence. That intimacy to confidence, that's the stretching period. That's the time where you start thinking, what is going on? Like, I've had faith. I'm seeking God. And things are still not working out the way I want them. Why are you pulling me in this direction? And his stretching is just for you to have more faith. See, we want everything in our time. And God says, it's going to be in my time. So therefore, you need to accept the stretch. You need to embrace the stretch. (laughs) We didn't say that in the military, but, you know, you're going to embrace the stretch. It's going to be painful sometimes. It's going to hurt sometimes, but you need to embrace it. Because when you stretch, you get flexible. When you stretch, you get flexible. And that's huge because he's going to start turning you places. He's going to start moving you like the wind. That's what he's going to start doing. And when he shifts you, you have to be flexible enough to not get hurt when you turn directions. Because in that season, I'm telling you, that stretching season, you don't know where you're going. All you can do is hang on and trust and have faith. Because it's not looking like you thought it was, but man, I have faith enough to believe that God's taking me through this for a reason because he has you right where he wants you. When you're going through that, he's preparing you for something new. So he's like, you need to go through this to get to what I have for you. So embrace it. Doesn't matter what it is. For some of us, it's loss. And that's probably the hardest thing to talk about because you're like, I've gone through loss and man, And through that loss, guess what he's doing? He goes, I'm going to strengthen you. Your faith is going to come, and it's going to get bigger and bigger and more and more. And through that, guess what? I'm going to do something amazing through you that you're going to change the world because you're going to be able to relate to somebody that just went through that. He said, that's what I'm going to do. He goes, none of this is by accident. I'm going to walk you through. So he wants to do something new. And I'm going to you know, we'll go to Matthew 9, 11, or 9, 17. Matthew 9:17, if you have it. It says, and who would pour fresh new wine into old wineskin? Eventually the wine will ferment and make the wineskin burst, losing everything. The wine is spilled and the wineskin ruined. Instead, the new wine is always poured into new wineskin so that both are preserved. This is huge because Father wants to do something new in you. He wants to give you new wine. But, man, you still got an old wineskin. You're still living out what God told you he was going to do for you 20 years ago, and he already did it. And you got so comfortable back then, you didn't want to go anywhere else. And it's just old wineskin. You know how they fix wineskin? They take the old wineskin, right, and they have to wash it in the water. They have to scrub it down in water. Kind of sounds like being washed in the word. You scrub it down in the water, washed in his presence. Scrub it down in the water. And then they got to apply oil all over it so it softens it because it's just lamb hide. That's all it is. And they got to soften it back up because what happens is it gets dried out. So as the wine gets used, it dries out. It gets brittle. And if you put new wine into it, it's going to expand and it can't hold it and it's just going to be ruined. So you, ha- you can't take anything else on if, you, if you're not refreshing yourself, okay? If you're not willing to, to renew your wine skin. This is big. You need to sit in his presence, allow him to wash you, and when that happens, when you start understanding how loved you are, he'll start pouring his oil all over you. And when that starts happening, watch out, because he's going to start bringing in the new wine. Why? Because you can hold it now. Because he can trust you with it now. This is good. That that wineskin will... hmm. Some of you have that wineskin, and you're hanging on to it. And you're just sitting in it. And he's been waiting to do something new in your life, but you're not willing to let go of the old one. So let it go. It's kind of like a baseball glove. If you go buy a glove off the shelf, I'm sorry, you ain't going to catch nothing with it. (laughs) You're going to make an attempt. right. And you know what? If you do that, after a while, it's going to get flexible. But it's also going to dry rot because you didn't put any oil on it. You didn't soften it up. You didn't seal it up. You didn't protect it. And he says, let me protect you. Let me seal you up. Let me let me spread my oil over you so you can handle the next step. Too many people will just want to go buy a glove and start playing. And he says, you just can't go buy it and start playing. You just can't go out in the field. He says, let me send you. When you're ready when I've anointed it when I when I when I've massaged it when it's perfect and it works with us so I don't know what season you're in everybody's got different seasons okay y'all know what level of the season you're in whether you're you're already past this and you're just waiting on him to 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 dump a new a new wine into you and, and give you something new some of you are 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 still in the the resting season. You're like, I'm still trying to figure out how I can just find time in my life to sit down and just be loved by him. But that's the starting point. So if you're there, keep going. That's good. If you're there, find time, make time. Man, I just lived this out. I love you, Amber. (laughs) I got to see this firsthand. I got to see miracles firsthand. Man. I was praying over you. When you see somebody go from done and broken to wholeness and just moving in the Holy Ghost and feel loved by everybody, especially this church family. Mm. Mm. And then they come back after, you know, showing her what rest looks like. And then she gets a job and now she has to go, how do I do this? Like I'm used to being able to wake up and spend four hours and just... And, and then I told her how she had to do it, and she listened, and she gets up early so she can exercise, and so she can read the Word, and so she can get prepared to walk into what God has for her that day. And it's been powerful to see that play out. So I know it can happen, because I'm watching it with my own eyes. I feel favored sometimes, because I, I get to, you know, I got a little more time to do this. This is what I do. <laughs> but I get to watch somebody that, that that just jumps up and does it, and, and it's just powerful. So It can happen. So if you're in that spot right now and you're saying, I just can't find time, yes, you can. It's a decision. It's a priority. You determine in your life how much time you spend with him. And it doesn't take a whole bunch. You need to just sit in his presence. This is not sit in his presence and you must read this and you must pray this and you must do this and and you must fast. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm saying sit at his feet and let him love on you and then go start living your day out and see what happens after that. What you'll find out is you get so obsessed with him, and he's so obsessed with you, he won't leave you alone, and you want more of him. So what do you start doing? Man, I just, just I probably start, need to start reading this thing because it's speaking to me. His love is all over this, and it's filling me up. So then all of a sudden that becomes a plan. And you're like, well, you know, I want to I hear his voice more. I'm just going to start praying every day even more. And, it, and so it's a, it's a continuous process that starts with the love. It starts with the rest. So some of you are still there, and some of you are in that stretching season. Some of you have gone through that, and you're like, I feel the pressure of the world coming down on me, and I'm just trying to turn the corner. And he's saying, hang on. Don't give up. Hang on. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up because I'm right there with you. You just hadn't seen it yet, but I'm already working it out. I'm already working it out. I'm telling you, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. I'll share a, i will share I had my God Guns and Gravy small group yesterday. Best small group in the. I'm telling you, not like I'm biased or anything, but best group to be part of. Um, but yeah, we had somebody share yesterday, and he he says, you know what? He goes, man, I lost my job and and came out here and uh, and was trying to, to figure things out, and 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 my girlfriend was out here, and and she had to sell a house, and and all this stuff is is, is playing out, and he goes, I'm out here, and I thought I'm going to fast. So, Because that's good that you think you should fast. There's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome when you're in that relationship where you know that's going to help. So he's fasting and, and he's praying and, and he's, he's doing his part. He's putting in applications and he's doing all these things and he's not getting an answer. And when you do that for 30 days and, and you're like, God, you told me if I like, seek you with all my heart and I'm doing everything right, why aren't you answering me? And you start getting a little upset. You get a little impatient, and that's true. And he was supposed to go out to visit, uh, to Colorado to go visit, um, because they're trying to sell a house. And before he was supposed to leave, there was an emergency that he had to go out there to be with her. So he had to go change his flight, which came with favor. didn't cost any money. Gave him a better seat. Thank you, Jesus. No money, get you where you gotta go, and the whole time you're worried because you're like, this ain't working. Like the surgery's gonna be in the morning, and I gotta be out there. And now it's eleven o'clock, and you're finally working through all these little details, trying to get where he's going. And he gets there, and guess what? She's not in surgery yet. He's got thirty minutes left, so he can pray over her and pray over the doctors and pray over the nurses and do everything that he feels he needs to do so that she can heal. And then she's down for two and a half weeks, and he has to be there. To help her out and take care of her, right? Then after two and a half weeks he comes home. And all of a sudden he starts getting interviews. Not just interviews like like good interviews. Like like multiple jobs. Like he's he's pretty profitable when it comes to what he can do. So it was never it was never that you're not qualified. It was it's my timing, buddy. And if guess what? If I would have done what you asked me to do, you would have never had a chance to go out there and be who you had to be for the moment you had to be. So you had to be patient and rest in me through the stretching. So through the stretching that hurts so bad because you're like, why, 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 why? And he goes, I'm going to stretch you. Have faith because I've got something so much better for you. I've got something new for you. I've got something that, that, that is going to do wonders in what you're doing if you'll just trust me and have faith. I'm telling you, it's it's such a powerful story that, that we get so caught up in how fast things happen and God says, don't. Trust me, I've got my hands on this. I already know what's going to happen tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And I'm just working this thing out. Like, just let me work it out. Oh, it's so powerful. So what I believe he's doing is is... is is he's changing things because some people are stuck in a stage called comfortable. And you're in a comfortable stage because you don't like to be stretched and things are good. And you're like, what else do I need to do? Like, things are good. And God's saying, well, I'm glad you're happy. I've got bigger things for you. Like, Like, we're supposed to be changing the world together. We're supposed to be doing this together, so where you're at is awesome. But that was last season. It's a new season, so get out of the the comfort zone. And for some of you, that's church. Yeah, it got quiet on that one. For some of you, you're comfortable in church, and you're comfortable showing up. At let's see, church starts at ten, so around ten fifteen, you're comfortable rolling in taking your seat going through worship you're like "Mm, well it's been three songs i'll just go out and get my water they'll be done after that and and you're good going through that because you're comfortable and you're like i don't want to be stretched any further lord and then and then you, you go i can just get enough if i can just get enough to get me through the week so i can come back next sunday and you're so comfortable in that you're so comfortable walking in that and he says i need to stretch you What you're seeing, what you saw today, is him stretching you to say, there's more. Like, you can't settle with what you see. That's different. This is going to be even more different. Like, for some people, what we had before what you're starting to see was different. (laughs) They're like, that's a different church. (laughs) But what you're fixing to see is completely different. What he's ready to do is so much more better, more better than what you've ever seen. He goes, I'm fixing to do something completely different and new inside of you. So I need you to do what? Stretch. I need you to be here. He goes, I, I need you to, to be there on worship nights. You want to see the spirit move? Come on, worship night. The, the more this happens in here, the more we saturate this place with his presence, it's untouchable. People walk in here now, they're like, there's something in this place. And it's good. It's not a bad thing. Sometimes you walk into a church and go, there's something in this place. Sometimes you're leaving fast. Okay? But, but this is going to be different. So show up on Sunday ready to get something different. Ready to get something different. 1 Peter 5, 7 through 10. It says, give all your worries and cares to God, for he cares about you. So stay alert, watch out for, for your great enemy, the devil. He prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Stand firm against him and be strong in your faith. Remember that your family of believers all over the world is going through the same kind of suffering you are. That's a different kind of suffering. We're all going through something. We're all being stretched. He says there's followers, all, we're all being stretched. Why? Because he's not going to leave you alone. He doesn't want you staying where you're at. He goes, yeah, it's going to be repetitive. You're going to have seasons where you're going to be like, this is all so evident. What's going on? And he's stretching you the entire time. If he's not stretching you, something's wrong. Because you will not arrive. Just letting you know. It tells you that on your GPS. I love it. I pull on a plate. You have arrived. I'm like, yes. It's about time. I've been working on that. But that's not going to happen in your walk with him. Because all he's going to do is take you from glory to glory to glory to glory. That's how that works, says, I'm going to take you one step further. You just say yes, I'm just going to keep doing it. Say yes, I'm going to keep doing it. You determine how far you get stretched. You determine how far you're willing to go, because he'll let you sit in comfortable. And that's sad. Not when I start seeing what can actually happen. When you start seeing lives changed, when you start seeing people raised from the dead, Is that what it's going to take for you guys to go, you know what? I can believe now. You just need to believe every time you touch somebody that they're healed. It might not be today, but it's coming. Because he says, I'm going to do it. I believe you. You had faith. Oh, man. Let me finish that. It says, stay alert. It says, in his kindness, God called you out to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while... He will restore, support, and strengthen you, and he will place you on a firm foundation. So after he stretched you for a bit, guess what? He's going to restore you. And he's going to put you on a firm foundation. Why? Because you know who you are. When he stretches you, he's just, man, part of that stretch is for you to go, man, I am a son or daughter. Man, I have this. I can do this. And it's, and it's not comfortable, right? It's, it's kind of like training wheels on a bike. Your kid starts riding a bike, they start riding a tricycle, and then they get on a bike with training wheels. You just don't take the training wheels off and stare at them. You push them. Some of you need a push, and that push is a stretch. That push is what's uncomfortable, because it's not comfortable as a dad when you go, okay, whew, I've seen every Band-Aid, every bruise, every scrape. But here we go. And you just shove them. (laughs) Sometimes it's downhill. It's kind of like swimming. (laughs) You figure it out. But here's the thing. He's shoving you as a good, good father because he cares about you. And if you don't take the training wheels off, you're never going to have freedom to do what he wants you to do. I remember getting on a bike and having freedom, y'all. Like, we used to disappear for days. Right? He wants to give you freedom without any training wheels to go out and do what he wants you to do. This happens. I'm telling you, it happens all around us. What you saw last week with Jazzy, when we came up and said goodbye to Jazzy, you got to understand, Jazzy was comfortable. Jazzy was in place. Like, I've watched her grow from broken to whole in this church. I've watched her do amazing things in this church. I've watched her be on staff and grow and grow and grow. I've watched her share her testimony for her first time. Then I watched her get on her own and buy her first house and get a good job and be stable. And I'm like, yes. And then she's like, God's calling me to Florida? That's a stretch. And she's like, what do I do? I was like, well, if God's calling you, you go now. You know, and she had to go through the process of renting a house and finding she didn't have a job she's like i'm supposed to go to florida i don't have a job i don't have a place to live i don't know what i'm supposed to do but he said you're going and now within a week she's already got her house rented she's getting everything taken care of and, and she's excited to move on why because i believe in sending people because i know what's going on i told her i said you'll come back i feel you're going down for a season God is going to stretch you, and God's going to take what you know and what you've learned from here. And she's going down to serve in another church that she's been to once in her life. So they don't even know she's coming. They better hang on. Because they're fixing to get somebody who is, who is just full of fire. Yeah, exactly. This is, what, this is what was poured into her in this house. And he said, okay, that's good, because you're not going to grow anymore right here, right now. He goes, I need to stretch you somewhere else. He goes, so let me stretch you. And, and she said, yes, that's powerful. Man. Oh. <laughs> I got so much to say. I truly believe he wants to move in this place like a, like a fresh wind. And that's how the Holy Spirit comes in. Like a fresh wind. You know what happens when wind hits water? It creates a wave. And you've got to make a decision as an individual. You can stand in the path, brace your feet, and take the wave crashing at you every time. Or you can jump in and ride it out. You can say, take me, Lord, wherever you want to take me. It's time for me to get on board. Some of you, you have a sailboat, and you just need to... He's just looking for somebody... To let their sail catch wind and go. Because the wind's coming in. And he says, I'm going to take whoever's ready. So you can either fight it or go with it. But the waves aren't going to stop. Because his wind's not going to stop blowing. So you're just going to end up fighting it and fighting it and fighting it. Until you just say, Lord, take me. Let me do it. I'm talking about stretching, so I better give you a story in the Bible. Because this is true stuff. So I'm going to talk about David. And for context, I'm going to go all the way back into 1 Samuel. Uh, I'm going to read 1 through 13. I'm not breaking it down, but I want to read it because you need to hear what's going on. So Samuel's a prophet, and, and, and Saul's just being removed. The power of God has been taken from him. So in 1 Samuel says, The Lord said to Samuel, How long will you mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and be on your way. I'm sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem. I have chosen one of his sons to be king. But Samuel said, How can I go? If Saul hears about it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you, and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you. What to do? You are to anoint for me the one I indicate. So Samuel did what the Lord said. When he arrived at Bethlehem, the elders of the town trembled when they met him. They asked, do you come in peace? Samuel replied, yes, in peace. I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to the sacrifice. So if you know, you know, consecration means it's a, they separate yourself. So, so you've got to become, um, you're considered unclean, you're considered unworthy. So, so you've got to separate from all sin, and, and they would come in and pray over you and get you clean so you could go in front of the Lord. Okay? So they're asked to, he had to consecrate Jesse and all his boys so he could do this for the sacrifice. And when they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, surely the Lord's anointed Stands here before the Lord, but the Lord said to Samuel do not consider his appearance or his height for I have rejected him The Lord does not look at the things people look at people look at the outward appearance But the Lord looks at the heart So you need to understand that right there I'll break that down because if God's been telling you to do something you go But I just don't match the picture that the world said I have to do Then the Lord's telling you you don't worry about what people say You never let what somebody wants to tell you override what the Lord's telling you Because he says I don't look at that stuff. I just want to know you have a heart for me I just want to know that you love me. And then Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shammah, Mama, Mama, (laughs) passed by. But Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? said, there is still the youngest, Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send him, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. So he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. If you noticed in that, it didn't say David had to be consecrated. Religion will say you have to do all these things to come in the presence of the Lord. And David walked in because David knew who he was. David had already been resting in the fields with the Lord, and he told him who he was. And he was walking in confidence into being being anointed in front of his brothers, who are all older, to be anointed there. Don't be disqualified by man. I'm telling you. God's called you into it. He's called you into it. He'll qualify you. You don't have to be qualified. So Samuel anoints David, gives him his new identity. And then Samuel goes into a period of stretching. See, he was resting in the fields. And now he goes into a period of stretching. Because now he's sent back to the same field knowing he's going to be king. Could you imagine seven brothers picking on you? They all wanted it. They all looked the part. He didn't. They all had all the qualifications, and he didn't. So he sent back to the field. Wouldn't that be bad? How could you? Like, can you walk in that? What if someone said, You're king, but now go back doing what you were doing way before because it's not time? But he did. He went back. He went back. And because he went back, guess what he had to do? He had to fight a lion and a bear. And he was able to fight them because of his identity and his confidence in who he was. And because of that lion and the bear that he had to go through in the stretch, he was able to take on a Philistine named Goliath. And he said, I've done it with a lion and a bear. Now I'm ready for this. So God said, hang on, I'm going to get you prepared. And it's going it's to hurt. I'm pretty sure that wasn't an easy task but he learned a lot in the field and he was stretched and his faith grew each and every time because his faith grew his confidence grew because his confidence grew his boldness grew and then you see it in the life of David David knew he was righteous David knew how to walk in that and had confidence in everything he did What I love about that story, because it goes on and obviously he becomes king like 20 years later, 20 years of stretching, 20 years of not seeing the progress that you thought you'd have. Could you imagine that? But his faith grew and grew and he had plenty of opportunity in those 20 years to take what he wanted. You need to see that. He had opportunities to, to kill the king and take over. But he chose to trust the Lord instead. He chose to follow what the Lord wanted him to follow. What's what's neat is that the spirit of the Lord came powerfully over David when he was a shepherd. The same power, the same spirit was over David as a king. The only difference is his awareness in who he was. That was the only difference. He had the same power in the field that he is as, a, as, a, as, as he did as a king. The only thing that changed was his identity and his heart and trusting in the Lord. That's it. It was his faith. So he's already given you that. Like, he's already upon you. He's already called you. He's already said, this is what I want you to do. And you're not moving in it yet. But he says, look, all you got to do is have faith and trust trust the process. I know you've heard that a million times. The process is his. Trust him. Trust Him, and no matter how long it takes, don't lose faith. Because the same Spirit that's on you now will be on you when He gets you where He wants you to go. So whatever you're going through is going to make you stronger. It's going to prepare you for a new season. Because, man, He wants to take you to a higher place. He wants to take you to the next level. And you're the only one holding yourself up. Because you don't like to be stretched, and you're getting way too comfortable. Man, seek Him with all of your heart. Rest in His presence. Trust Him. Trust in a new identity. Trust in in what He's telling you to do. And have faith that if He said it, it's going to be there. But sometimes it takes a little bit longer than you thought it was going to take because I know he's got something big for us. 1 Corinthians, I'm going to end on this. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 10. It says, that is what the scriptures mean when they say, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. But it was to us that God revealed these things by his spirit, for his spirit searches out everything and shows us God's deep secrets. Come on, y'all. You have no clue what God wants to do. I know something. I know there's something big coming. Because I've rested at his feet for a little bit. And I've seen visions. And I've had people say stuff to me. And it's starting to come in line. And I'm starting to see progress. And it gets me excited. So don't ever put him in a box. Because you don't know where this could go. You, You don't know how we could change nations out of this little church in Millbrook. You don't know what God really, really, really wants to do. Because all we can do is go back to what he's already done. And he said man, I'm going to do something so much better than that. Quit getting caught up on the easy stuff. He goes, you're you're stuck in the little stuff. I'm ready to do something big. I'm telling you, he's, he's lit a fire here. And I've told you this before, but there's other fires going all over the place. And there's going to be a hub, and it's going to connect, and it's going to ignite really fast. And guess what? We get to be part of it. You don't understand. Like, you're right in the middle of it. And he says, when it goes, you're right there. You're in it from the beginning. And you get to He chose you. He chose you to experience what you're about to experience. That's pretty cool. I can wake up every day saying, thank you, Lord, for choosing me to be part of this. Thank you for allowing me to be part of this. And it's going to take a family of believers to see that come true. Everything we spoke about in worship, man, from just trusting, believing, believing that man we have that power inside of us in our daily walk and when you trust it and believe it and you start praying over some people they're going to be healed that you can walk into places and just pick people out of the crowd and he'll give you a word for them and it's going to change their life that when you think everything's gone that God can actually touch somebody and say let me show you a whole new life let me show you something you've been missing and you're part of that you're going to make a difference that way I believe it. It's going to change your family. It's going to change your work. It's going to change your school. If these teenagers take what they're doing in here and they take it to their schools, good luck. Look, I will come bail you out of wherever you get expelled to. I will come get you. I will claim you. I will keep your parents away from you. (laughs) Hmm. Turn it up in there. Let people know the power that's in you. We need to walk in boldness, y'all. That's all he's waiting on. He's just waiting for somebody to raise a sail and say, let's go. Because he's stirring. It's stirring. All right. I think I'm done. Hopefully you got something out of this today. Um, Yeah, Chuck, come play something, brother. I like me some Chuck. (laughs) come on (laughs) doors (laughs) come on I know we had a lot of prayer already but I'm letting you know it's not too late you know if you miss that opportunity to get prayed over don't you shy away from that we're going to have prayer partners up here at the end of service all you got to do is make that nudge and come on up here And I got to tell you if you don't know Jesus if you don't know him if everything I've been talking to you is just something you've always thought was a hope and a dream and something you couldn't you couldn't reach for, you couldn't earn, you're right, you can't earn it. He's just standing in front of you with his arms open saying, Just come to me and just accept me. That's just a decision you gotta make. That's a that's a personal decision you make. I can't pray you into that. Okay, you just choose to to love him in your heart. And watch what happens after that. Rest in his presence after that, and he'll start changing your world. And it'll happen fast. He doesn't wait. If you're willing, he's ready. He says, I'll show you something new. I'll show you a new light. And if that's you this morning and, you, and you're going through that and you want somebody to pray with you, just come on up afterwards. We'll, we'll, we'll pray over you. We'll pray over you. I know Kevin's staring at me like, you didn't mention offering. I'll get it, Kev. I got it, brother. <laughs> Look, if you want to give today, just that's a blessing. Look, we, I believe that, the, the, that that's powerful. We love to give. We're a giving church. We do everything you can do because you give. Um, and that's powerful. So the ushers will be at the door when you leave. You can give there. You can give online, um, however you want to give. I just want to pray over that. I want to pray over service. And we're going to get you guys out of here. So, Father, we love you. We thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, you're so good. We thank you that you came here and sat with us today, that you gave us a glimpse of what you're about to do. We thank you for that, Lord. We thank you that we can see generations and generations changing, Lord, because of what you're doing right here in this little tiny building in Millbrook. So, Lord, I ask you to touch this word. We ask your word just hits the hearts and minds of everybody in this room, everybody watching online on, touch them, Jesus. Father, I thank you for those in this family. I thank you for everybody you've brought here. Father, I thank you for those that give, and Father, I ask you to bless them, Lord. Be with them, guide them, and lead them. Father, we bless this offering. We surrender to you, Lord. Father, I ask you to have your way in this house. Have your way in us. Guide us, lead us. Lord, as we leave here, give us opportunities, Lord. Put people in front of us, Father, this week. Put people in front of us that need to hear your word, your message. That need to feel your presence on them. Give us boldness, Lord. Give us courage and boldness to seek people out. That as we're walking through stores, Father, that you'll just show us people that need to be loved on. And you give us the courage and boldness to walk up and love on them. Father, we just, we give it all to you. We love you, Lord. We thank you for this this wonderful Sunday. I thank you for this family. Father, we ask you to bless us, lead us, and guide us in Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said amen, amen. Come on, y'all. Stand to your feet. Yeah, yeah, these teens, if you don't know, they're pretty much filled up, and they're ready to pray over some people. So so don't you hesitate to.